You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White. And today I want to talk to you about some better what-ifs. A lot of coaches that I help in business often get helped up, held up by fears. Those fears show up in the form of unhelpful what-if style thoughts. I used to be like this too, and I'm sure you know what this sounds like. It's something like, what if I fail? What if people judge me? What if it doesn't work? And those sorts of limiting thoughts. Does that sound familiar? Well, today I want to show you what it sounds like when you problem solve and then flip the what ifs so that you can manage your fears, keep showing up in your business each day and find more calmness and enjoyment when you're running your business. I mean, let's face it, if you're running a business and it's what you do every day, or even if you're just finding these what ifs are coming up in your life around any other thing, why wouldn't you want to change that? Why would you want to stay stuck there? I'm going to help you get out of it today. And let's start by talking about how to problem solve unhelpful what ifs. A little bit of backstory though. Think about what the unhelpful what ifs are and where they come from. I think they happen when your brain latches onto some underlying fear or a limiting belief that you have. And unhelpful what ifs are a problem because they often get amplified by your own brain into terrible catastrophes. You know how it is. You start with a what if and then it leads to bigger what ifs and then suddenly the whole world's crashing down. You create a downward spiral and what ifs are that first starting point. So please know that although they can be a bit painful or scary, these what ifs are just thinking habits. It's a habit that you're in to think what if all the time. And you can change that habit just like you change any unhelpful habit in your life. Think about eating smaller portion sizes or exercising more regularly or any of those other things that you might do. This is another version of that. It's just that in, in this case, it's not a physical action. It's a mental action that you're doing habitually. So you can totally change that. It's just going to take some work like any other habit. So let's start by looking at how to do that. Firstly, by problem solving these unhelpful what ifs. What I want to do now is just listen to a few unhelpful what if statements that I'm going to say now and Notice how you feel when you hear these. I just want to run through a few of these just to get you thinking and feeling what it's doing to your body and your brain when you hear them. What if I launch and there's just crickets? What if nobody buys anything? What if I crumble and I can't answer the questions? What if I stumble when I'm public speaking? What if someone trolls me? What if I'm no good at this? What if I don't like it? What do I do then? You'll notice that I added some emphasis and intonation into those to make it sound just like that scaredy cat voice you've got in your head. There's, it's fear driven, right? And so how do you feel right now having listened to those? Did it get your heart racing? Did it create tension in your body? Did it generate a sense of fear or concern or worry? Interesting, isn't it, how 
hearing some of those statements said in a certain way, like your brain would do to you, can generate unhelpful emotions and possibly block you from taking action. I bet you don't find those statements motivating. I don't know anyone that would. I'd feel miserable and defeated if I thought like this all the time. And let me just say, I've had a lot of this type of stuff in my life and I've had to work hard to flip it. And I think I've done really well. So to be clear, you can totally move into more positive statements and we'll get to that in a minute. But it can be really interesting to unpick and answer those negative what ifs and take all the power out of them. And that's what I want to talk to you about now. Here's an example. Let's take the what if. What if you go to all this effort of creating a business and it turns out that you don't like it? So the way to problem solve that is to answer the question. What if you go to all this effort with your business and you don't end up liking it? Well, there's lots of options, right? One option is that you can go back to your old job. Another option is that if your business has had some traction, you could sell it to someone else. Another option could be that by doing enough in your business to get started, it might lead you down another path towards something that's more meaningful or better suited to you, something that you can't even conceive of right now because you haven't been doing it for long enough. That's just three options. So right now, think about how much weight that what if has once you've started to pull it apart, once you've started to think about all of the options, what would happen if you didn't like it? What then? And you write down those options or you list them all. It kind of takes the power out and it gives you a sense that something else could happen that might be better. Maybe failing wouldn't be so bad. Maybe it's not failure. Maybe it's a stepping, stepping stone to something else. So that's an example of how to problem solve or what if and take all of the power out of it. Here's another one. What if nobody buys? What if I put stuff out there and nobody buys it? Great question. What does it mean if nobody buys? Does it mean you suck? <laughs> probably not. What it probably means is that your offer isn't relevant to the audience or maybe it's not worded in the right way. And that means you can go back to your audience and find out what they truly want and how they would describe it so that you can get the copyright. Or maybe you just haven't reached enough people and you need more exposure so that people can see the offer in the first place. But in any case, you can get help with all of those things. There are people who specialize in doing those things. So as you can see, when you write down the what ifs that are buzzing around in your head, firstly, it gets them out of your head so you can stop ruminating on them, but it gives you a chance to problem solve them and take away their power. It's a really interesting exercise. Give it a go. And the reason I am mentioning this is because I've seen the power of it. Often when I'm coaching someone and they've got the what if, then I say, and then what? What will happen then? And then, and then, and then, and we unpack it and it ends up just dithering away into nothing because they realize that it isn't really a problem. They've just made it one because they haven't unpacked it. It seems worse than it actually is. 
So this is one thing that you can do to address what ifs is to problem solve them, unpack them and take away their power. But your computer hard drive, your brain, may be still wired to generate what ifs. If you're used to thinking about what if and coming up with those statements regularly, you have a mental habit, you have a thinking habit. And in a sense, it means that you need to go back and rewrite the code. Your hard drive's got the wrong code in it, right? So that's where the reframing or the flipping comes in. And right now, I want to give you an experience of what happens and what's possible when you reframe these inner statements to create some better what-ifs. Here's what they sound like. And as you listen to these, notice what happens in your body and your mind. Notice what your innate response is to these better what-ifs. What if Instagram was a place that you could have fun and connect with people? What if LinkedIn was a place to build professional contacts and find really aligned clients and colleagues? What if professional photos were a way to highlight your strengths and your best bits and your personality so that you could attract more clients more easily? What if email campaigns were a way to find people that you love being around and to connect with them and help them to achieve significant transformations and goals? What if people in your niche felt intimidated by perfection and they much preferred you to be only a few steps ahead of them and very honest about your journey? What if writing was a hidden strength that you could harness and use to grow your business? What if you could hire an online business manager to organize everything that you need to do online regularly so that you could just relax and stop sweating all the small stuff and being switched on 24-7? What if you only needed to work five hours a day to run your business and sleep soundly at night? What if people desperately needed and wanted the service that you have and were so thankful and relieved when you finally launched your business? What if you don't know what your business is about, but you were willing to keep going because you knew you'd figure it out eventually? What if you didn't have to try and please everybody and you only needed to work with people that you were really excited to be around and had exceptional rapport with? What if all you had to do was be really good at one thing and do that one thing well and consistently? Now reflect on those types of what-ifs for a moment. How do you feel? How different is that to the first set of unhelpful what-ifs? Maybe you feel a little bit scared but a bit more hopeful. Maybe you can see some possibilities. But hopefully what you can see is that it's your brain that is your undoing. Or it's your brain that can be your greatest asset. What is your brain doing automatically? That's where the work is. The work is to create a habit of problem solving and reframing unhelpful what ifs so that you can persist and learn to love and run your business well, despite the unknowns. And if your brain is giving you helpful what-ifs, how can you do more of that? Helpful, that is. 
So if you ask someone that needs to dial down the catastrophe and stop what effing, how and when do you do that work? How often should you do it? I would recommend daily at first, actually, because I find myself, and you may be the same, that it's much easier to develop a consistent or regular habit of getting stuff out of your head rather than ruminating on it if you do it every day. Just at least for the first little while. It's easier to create a habit if it's a daily thing, I think. But totally up to you. And make it really easy. I would recommend choosing one what if that has come up in the day. And then to go through the exercise of problem solving it. So as in answering that question. All of the options and possibilities. And then reframing it afterwards into a more positive what if. So you're rewriting that code in your brain. And the idea of that rewriting of the code is that eventually your brain will learn to generate positive what-ifs instead of automatically the negative ones. So I've recommended daily to start with just so that you develop that habit but over time or to start with you could just do it a few times a week. It takes persistence to break an unhelpful habit. Research by Lally et al. in 2012 suggests it takes around 86 days to automate a habit. So that's around 12 weeks. If you were to do this every day for 12 weeks, it might make an incredible difference to your state of mind and your peace of mind. So let's summarise today's episode. We looked at the what-ifs that come up and sabotage your efforts on building your business or in any other area of your life. And the key to getting those what-ifs or the, like the monsters out of your head and into the real world, we can problem-solve them and reframe them. Hopefully you felt the effects of hearing unhelpful what-ifs and then better what-ifs. And now you have a choice. You can do nothing or you can start rewriting your mental code using the method I've described today. Ultimately, if you want to take action, your work is to develop a daily or weekly practice that will help you to break your unhelpful thinking habit. And that's all it is, a habit. I hope that's been really helpful for you. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and share it with other people. I'd love to get the word out. Over to you. Have a great week. And I hope you have some better what-ifs. Bye for now.